and welcome to the Hand in Hand show where caregivers and survivors have honest discussions about stroke. We are a part of Stroke Focus Podcasts. This is Cam, your host. Hi, I'm Kenny Carpolito. I'm the co-host of the Hand in Hand show and today we have Leanne with us. Leanne is a survivor and a founder of Broken Beauty Stroke Support Group on Facebook. Hi everyone, I'm Nancy Weckworth. I'm the author of Don't Stop the Music, Finding the Joy in Caregiving, and I'm sitting in for Cam today, the normal co-host who is off. Welcome, Leanne. Thank you, Kenny. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Leanne. Leanne, tell us a little bit about your stroke and your recovery. Um, it's kind of a long story, but it started out with a heart problem, actually. But um, five years ago, I was feeling great and went on a trip to Ecuador. And on the way home, I got off the, off the plane and I collapsed. Um, they rushed me to the hospital. I spent three days with doctors going crazy, trying to find out what was wrong with me. And they couldn't figure it out. And I was dying. I couldn't breathe. And they couldn't figure out why I couldn't breathe. And long story short, they found out that I had caught rheumatic fever as a child, um, got it from strep throat that didn't get taken care of, and it had been slowly eating away my heart all over the through the years. And I had um, I had a um, murmur, a very bad heart murmur that the doctor said was no big deal. And so the two had been working against me through ever since I was you know I was little. Um, they think probably about eight is when I got it. And so through the years, it was breaking my heart down, and I had no idea. Um, I had little symptoms, but I blamed it on other things. So I collapsed, and they couldn't find out what was wrong with me. And then I finally, somebody got smart, and I literally was dying. They were losing me. They were bringing me back, and they ran me down and checked my heart. And sure enough, um, my heart valves were just a mess. And I was actually drowning because because the heart valves were clogged. And I was drowning on my own fluid. So they told me to fix me up and um, gave me Lasix and took care of me there and said, oh, you you won't have to do anything for 10 years. You'll be fine. And um, it was eight months later, and I was rushed into open-heart surgery um, emergency. And they had waited too long, and we just didn't know for so long. And um, the valves were pretty damaged, and they still are. They're not really fixable. Then, um, because I have a mechanical um, valve in my heart, two of them, um, I went in for dental surgery, and um, I caught an infection that went into my blood and caused a bleeding stroke, just over some dental surgery, and caused a bleeding stroke, and um, which, of course, turned into an aneurysm. And I had um, brain surgery to relieve the pressure on both sides, right and left. Um, and I, that took, um, they told my family that I would never make it, um, that there was very little chance. And if I did make it, I would be a vegetable. And, um, after learning how to literally learning how to eat and chew and swallow and talk and walk again, here I am. Um, and I still struggle with quite a bit of memory loss. Um, and I still struggle with walking a little bit. It's been two and a half years. So, um, I'm still kind of new at this, but I'm learning. So that's my story. That's pretty much. That's amazing. On a scale percentage-wise, how do you feel? Like 90%, 95%, how do you feel? Um, sometimes I'd say 50. Um, sometimes it's 25. Today I'm feeling pretty good, 75. Feeling pretty good. 
I don't sleep well, and I haven't since my ABI stroke, and I haven't slept well, so that's a big issue with me. Oh, well, that's amazing. You've come a long way. What would you say about the support um, you get in your recovery process? Um, I got absolutely none, really. Um, I For three months, I was in very, very intense physical therapy. Um, yeah. I stayed at the hospital and did that, and then... I left the hospital and went to a rehab center for two weeks. It was supposed to be there three weeks, but I um, had a kidney failure due to the antibiotics they had me on an IV. Oh, and so I spent another almost a month in the hospital again getting that fixed. And my kidneys are fine now Good. at great doctors. So. so besides what I got at the hospital, I went home and got no more. I didn't get any other support, any other rehab, anything. Um, where do you live? I live in Seattle, Washington. I was thinking that Seattle is a large enough city that the hospitals would have been more supportive after you left the hospital. Do you think that's the norm up there for people, that they just drop them after they've had their rehab and they just say goodbye, you're on your own? You no, I've heard a little bit of both. I've heard some people tell me that they got dropped right after. Um, my suspicion was my I was in the middle of an insurance thing at the time, and that was my suspicion that they gave up on me, dropped me. Um, we were switching insurances at the same time. Um, so that was always my, but I've heard some people say that they continued, and they still are continuing um, physical therapy. I would love to continue some. Um, would help with my hand and my right leg. And then other people are saying they didn't. And I hear a lot of people, especially in my group, say that they got nothing. They were done. So I, I'm not really sure, except that I still think the insurance thing had a little bit to do with it. I would have to agree with you there. I think the quality of your insurance company is a major factor in the quality of, of yeah. your care. And that's really an, an unfortunate thing. Yeah. I, there are other ways. I know when my husband had his stroke, we had insurance that was not the top of the line they cut us off after 30 days and he had a yes. massive stroke and we ended up we were very fortunate in that the musicians union here we were both musicians they held a, a massive fundraiser for us and they raised thousands and thousands that's of dollars. what you told me that's and, awesome and so we were able to continue his therapy privately for two and a half years we just hired people to come into our home or we went to their facility and that wow. is an option so how did you stroke focus find each other well i was on the support groups um i was desperate and lonely and um again i got no support so i had no idea what to expect and i didn't know what was happening and why i felt the way i did and why i was so lonely and why my family wouldn't talk to me um, or why they were acting so strange. And I got desperate one night and got on a support group. And Daniel happened to be on that support group. And um, he started talking to me, and I'd say about six other. Right. And they still connect with me every day and check on me and see how I'm doing. And that was a while ago. And so then I started thinking about um, starting my own support group. And, and I moved off and did my own. And then all of a sudden, here comes Daniel. And guess what? And I went, really? So that's kind of how we connected. Well, that's amazing. Um, I mean, that's great that you found Stroke Focus because it is a great support group. It is. What do you What do you see among today's Facebook support groups? Like, what is good and what is not good? The main thing that made me me concerned and wanted 
made me want to start my own group was um, I started out kind of just watching everybody and listening to everybody before I even started to share. Right. And I was, I was paying attention to a lot of groups. I belonged to a lot of them. And um, what I noticed the most was people kind of putting people down, um, making fun of them. Um, there was one girl that um, wanted to share. She wanted to know about insurance. I even remember what it was. And a girl told her that she would not help her or support her if she did not believe in God. And really? I was just blown away. Yeah. And that wasn't the first time I saw that. I saw it twice. Then I have a suicide story that actually I had my group up and running when this happened. But um, there's a, a young lady and I happened to be couldn't sleep and was going through the sport groups. And I noticed that she said, I'm going to kill myself. And I noticed four people basically making fun of her. They were putting her down. No, you're not. If you are, then go get the gun and do it. And, and I just had a feeling deep down that um, she wasn't joking. And, and that's not we, the group you want. That's not. That's yeah, and that's just not. And it goes on that she actually did try to kill herself, and I was able to call 911 and get them there in time. That's um, so yeah. it's a long story. But I see that all the time, so that's what I don't like. I see a lot of competition. My group's bigger than yours. Guess what, everybody? We have this many members, and... And at the same time, somebody's trying to say, um, you know, I can't walk today and I'm hurting. Well, they're not um, all excited about how many members they got. So that's a big bummer to me. I don't like. You're right. Um, that is. Um, I mean, it's too bad people are like that today, um, based yeah. on numbers. Because even if stroke focus, so I had three people, I'll be on and I'll be the third. Oh, yeah. Um, um, so how long have you been using stroke focus? What would you say about your experience? I think probably about a month. Um, I love it. I love it. I love that um, I'm learning all the things I didn't get to learn in the beginning. Yeah. Um, love that. Um, that especially. Um, I've learned a lot from uh, Nancy and um, Allison Shapiro. Yes. Okay. And, and she has been wonderful and Nancy's been wonderful. But Allison is the first one I met. And um, when I when we got done talking, I just felt so inspired and... and um, so much better and she's already helped me just in our little conversations both nancy and allison have um those little conversations that we're talking but she's taught me a lot and um eating and swallowing has been a big problem for me and nobody explained that it was going to be a problem and i didn't know what was happening so right. i have to thank them for giving me that information big time because i was yeah do you um use the large print books have you ever that and I do. Any better. Yeah, I do. Um, I tried to go to books on audio, but that was just disappointing to me because I like to read it. Um, I didn't like somebody else reading the story to me. I still do it once in a while, but then I have a hard time paying attention when I'm listening to that. It's better when I have to read it and concentrate on what I'm reading, if that makes any sense. Uh -huh. Do you use a ruler or anything underneath the lines no, to help? I, have, I actually have never tried that. That's a good idea. Is, is, tr is tracking the problem? Do you know what the problem is with your reading? What, what causes you to struggle so? I'm not, well, one of the problems is um, losing concentration. I have a okay. hard time concentrating on what I'm reading. Um, I start to read, and the next thing I know, my mind is off wandering, or I'm up across the room doing something, and then I remember that I was in the middle of a book, um, and I do that constantly. Um, I do you that. Know what? I do that too. <laughs> Good, I'm not the only one. Yes. Coloring. I love to color, but I do the same thing coloring. It's like I can't 
um, one-track mind I do not have anymore. I guess I used to, um, but my concentration is terrible now, um, and it didn't used to be. Well, maybe a little, but <laughs> nothing like this. Um, so, and then I just have a hard time comprehending what I'm reading. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why I get, get up and wander away because I just get, I can't comprehend it. Um, and then I do still have a hard time reading the words. Um, I have a heck of a time with certain letters. Um, I have a hard time with P's, but I have no problem with an M. Um, I'm sure that Daniel's noticed that when I write, I always leave my eyes out and do an O instead. Um, and I try really hard consciously to not do that. And I do it anyways. And I don't know why wow. I do that. Um, yeah, and I don't know why. Um, I'm there's another website that there's another website you might be interested in. It's okay. called Lumosity. Have you heard of that? No. Oh, Luma yeah. Lumosity. Lumosity. You know about it, Kenny? It's a brain training game. Is it? Yes. Yes. It's really cool, and I it's for that. developing skills. Do you have it? Have you yeah, yeah. found it to be successful? Yeah, it it, it works really good, and um. You know, you, the brain's an amazing thing. You can train it to do anything, and um, it works for me, but um, it's really tricky sometimes, but it's, um, and then sometimes it's really simple, but you overthink it. So challenging, yeah. Yeah, very challenging, but, but it's a great tool. Okay, I'll try it. You know, we're so lucky we have the internet to have all of these tools that are there, and if we just share the information, we can help more people. Yeah. Yeah, please do that. Um, I know that there's people in my new group, and I have um, people that are struggling with the same thing. So. Leanne is always, you know, when you can't always um, be positive and, and think positive, and you'll, you'll live positive. I went through a lot, too, and, um, you know, just being positive, even though it seems like, you know, the rain's coming down hard, you just yeah positive, and it's going to shine soon. You know, the sun's going to come out. It's starting to. It's coming out. I think you're an amazing, amazing, oh. courageous person that you've survived so many things. Yeah. Thank and you. you're here talking about it and telling, helping other people survive similar yes. issues. Yes. You're helping. You're that. an angel. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, I think the same about you guys, too. Yeah. It's, it's a wonder that we are connected and... Um, we're glad to have you, Leanne. So thank you very much. And I'm, I'm happy thank to you. meet you. I'm happy to have met you yeah, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have you on Strofocus because I think you have a lot to add to the group. And, thank you. Um, it's going to be fun working with you in there in your in your little private group there. Yeah. Too, so I'm looking forward to it. It's fun. I'm already having fun in there. So thank you so much, Leanne, for being with us today. You have been you. an inspiration to so many people, and we are very happy that you are joining us. Yes, definitely. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, Leanne. It was really nice to meet you, Kenny. You too, and um, your story is amazing, and I want to hear more about it next time. Thank you for being with us, and enjoy the rest of your day. I will do that. Bye-bye, Leanne. Bye-bye, Kenny. Bye, Nancy. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Hand in Hand Show. We hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to keep the discussion going, please join Stroke Focus, the social media website dedicated to stroke survivors and caregivers. Stroke Focus is S-T-R-O-K-E-S.
F-O-C-U-S. Stroke focus is a part of Wohala, which in Mandarin means I have survived. If you wish to be a part of the show or would like to be interviewed as part of the show, please contact us at contact at strokefocus.net.